0: What did we uh, talk about today on the Friday Pack with Talking Stout? Stout? Mm, we did a nice, unopinionated rundown of some uh, of some city council stuff over the last month. Yep. Um, you'll hear a few confused sentences from us. Mm-hmm. They talked about this. Don't know what that meant. Um, <laughs> we're going to revisit our neighbors in Dorothy Lane. Get get some good ideas from them on how they can how the city can fix the crime problem in yep. Billings, um, that that theory might surprise you. Yeah. It might come as kind of a shock that that could be a thing to do, and you might completely disagree with them. Perhaps. Yeah, like I do. Um, oh, we're going to listen in on someone else's show. <laughs> who apparently does it better than we do because they get paid way more than we do. They sure do. Uh, And, uh, uh, yeah, all that and more on (laughs) February or January 11th episode, whichever you prefer. That's linear and circular time. Yeah. Time frames. I mean, it's all relative, right? Absolutely right. It's all relative. Mm.
1: Okay. January 11th, 2023. It's 944
0: in the a.m., I mean, if you really wanted to, you could say February 11th. But what did I say? January. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. It's, Whatever. May as well hey. be. Doesn't fucking matter. Hey.
1: Hey. <laughs> I mean, these are all. I mean, if your interpretation of time is linear, <laughs> then it's February. Yeah. Losers. <laughs> linear loser. Uh, we're down here at Dump Studios, three point three three five four seven nine seven six. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna call it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, here on. The bright side of the tracks, as they call it. Ah, uh, this is the Friday pack with Stocky and Stout. Uh, my name is Stocky across the table um, with a shot glass, basically, of Iron Brew. Is hmm. uh, nice. Mr. Mr. Stout. You bet. How are you
0: doing today? Oh, living the dream, buddy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Excited for this seasonal affective disorder edition of the Friday Packet today. Mm-hmm.
1: It's been it's been a rough you know month and a half mm-hmm. trying to keep up. I yeah. apologize for the lateness of the podcast, but then again, do I really? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> a little, maybe. Um, just trying to keep up with things, uh, business wise, personal becomes a challenge, and then yeah. you know things fall behind. Yep. That's but we're going to catch you up. Uh, we're going to get you right back on track. We're going to uh, get everything you'd ever want to know about the goings-on in the Billings City Council uh, arena of Billings, Montana. And more. And more. Uh, what else? Uh, Thefridaypacket at gmail.com if you want to question, comment, and concerns. If you want to ask us a question or just want to make an observation. Um or tell us what to do, or give us some financial advice, maybe some investing advice. Ooh, um, that'd be good. You can tell us really what that Chinese spy balloon was up to. You can do that. <laughs> um, you can tell us how to solve all the problems of billings. Just email us, thefridaypacket at gmail.com. Uh, if you like what you hear, you can become a RoboCop-level member at patreon.com forward slash thefridaypacket. You can do that as well. For only a dollar, you get you know, an episode that comes out every month and a half. You get reminders of that, and you get to support the making of said podcast as well. We if you want to do that, that. go for it. If you don't, good for you. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm proud of you. Uh, let's go back to January, shall we? I think we uh, January 3rd work session, which involved the uh, Billings Community uh, Transportation Safety Plan, mm-hmm. which is a multifaceted approach that Billings takes to you know how people get around, uh, how they're supplied with mm-hmm. things um can't wait (laughs) i don't have any clips of that i'm just telling you what was on the agenda because this is a work session work sessions in the city of billings are a little more uh informal as the mayor calls it mayor cole
0: uh what else everybody dresses more informal they do for sure pretty slack pretty uh lackadaisical with the dress code there it's ridiculous um it's an embarrassment to the community. It really is.
1: <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, transportation Alternative Program grant announcement was also on there. What that means? hmm It's about grants. It is. <laughs> that, those are uh, quite confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Grants um, in general, honestly. Yeah. So I believe I should just correct myself and look it up, but I think that one is about doing a, a study to try to get more uh, aeroplanes uh, to come to Billings because Billings has dropped from number two in the state down to number four. We are now behind Bozeman, Missoula, and Kalispell. Shocking. Yeah. I think you add up all the populations of those places and they're pretty much a population of Billings, right? Yep. That's <laughs> it's something to be proud of. <laughs> Makes sense, but yeah. we uh, got a new director up there. Uh, replacing Kevin Ployne is uh, Jeff Roach, I think, is the guy. Yep. Uh, out of Nashville. So we'll see how his tenure goes. See what he brings in. He's yeah. got. A, he's basically handed over um, a new set of keys to a new airport, um, which I haven't been in and probably won't be in for I don't know four or
0: five more years the because foreseeable future.
1: You know, I did fly. <laughs> back I don't
0: make in. a lot of money. <laughs> I flew into it um, last spring. Um, I left out of just the regular old airport, low ceilings, kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. And flew in, and I was genuinely confused about where the hell I was. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice in there. Yeah, I'm impressed. Didn't help that you were taking mushrooms at the time, too, right? Well, that probably did play a role. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was <laughs> tripping balls. But oh, it looked nice.
1: Yeah, so the airport's
0: uh, a <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> good one, real good one. Uh, airport's an interesting place. Um, yeah, my favorite thing, <laughs> budget light item is always um, the rental cars that they keep up there. Yeah. There's no, like, structure or anything over it. So every time there's a hailstorm, all just, the rental cars just get, just get hammered. <laughs> just that only happens three out. or four times a year. So they keep pushing for, you know, an actual parking garage up there. Yeah. You know, it covers
0: them up. But that's my favorite airport thing. Um, When did Billings went from number one? It was number one forever in the state, mm-hmm. like, five years ago, wasn't it? I think they and fell Bullen behind Bozeman, it. Yeah. Probably five years ago, and then now we're at four. Yeah, and then Biltman you know, is just ridiculous in the departures and yeah stuff. And I've everybody always says, well, they just need to get more flights in. Like, well, to, yeah, to but what? How? Like, what's that even entail? I have no <laughs> idea. I wish we were, you know, doing better. Yeah. I have no idea how to fix that. What know. would it's you take a handful do? of change and then you go throw it on their runway? Yeah,
1: there you Does go. That work? I think so. Um, can add a second Chick-fil-A in town. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which we'll we'll touch on later in the broadcast, I'm sure. I don't okay. know why I call it a broadcast. It's a podcast. We're not in a radio studio. We'll also be there in a radio studio. Yeah. Down the line, too. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got the Billings Bypass Corridor Study, uh, which was uh, Councilmember Owen's kind of little pet project. Mm-hmm. She was very involved in that, and that involves the... Uh, entrance basically uh not the entrance but the the heights you know infrastructure that's coming in around there that big old bypass that'll connect with the Zimmerman Trail um and go out to the heights um she's very into that and how that looks and I can see it how uh businesses on Main Street as well are are developed because Main Street is a at times, uh, six lanes with two turn lanes in the middle. It's a uh, traveling nightmare Yeah. at it's some awful. points. It's not very walkable, even though there is a sidewalk on the side mm-hmm. that no one ever walks on because it's terrifying. Yeah, really scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's her pet project going forward. Um, one of the bugaboos was connecting into municipal supplies of water and sewer for whatever reason. That was, a, a in her words, she didn't want to stifle innovation. Okay, all right. Because there's a lot of innovation in the water department. <laughs> it's either drinkable or it's not. Well, I guess you know, yeah. a lot well, of in's a lot of out's. I'm sure there's more to it than that. I don't know. Just dump some bleach on it. Water, mm-hmm. ta-da, done. Done indeed. Uh, also on that agenda was the municipal court uh, judge s- salary. So there uh, is a new municipal court judge coming in to add uh, alongside Judge Kolar. And, uh, council member Owen also, uh, was, uh, uh she put her best lawyer foot forward, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Um, and she went after Kohler a little bit.
0: Yeah. yeah you know,
1: this kind of gives you the idea. We set the salary or we, the council sets the salary. Yeah. Hey, not, we, not we us elect personally,
0: we elect the council. Us as us. electors we of did. the council
1: members, they set the salary of the city administrator and the municipal court judge. Yeah. That's one of their two directives. Um. And then, yeah, well, but.
2: Judge, I hope you don't mind if I be a little argumentative talk. with you, but I think it's good to get all the facts out because I okay. see things a little differently than you do. Right. <clears throat> Somebody can't just go jump ship to the district court, right? They would, a, they, a, they'd have to be a vacancy, and B, they'd have to be elected. So it's not like applying for a job.
3: No, but there's a lot of openings and there has been new positions created. And it does happen in dis- different districts. I'm not just talking our district, mm-hmm. but I'm talking Cowlesville. Sure. It's a primary example. So, yes, they have to be elected, but they can be appointed over there. They can I be. can't, over here now with the new law, you can't appoint somebody. They have to run. But over there, if there's a vacancy, they can be appointed.
2: I agree. I'm just suggesting that it's not like anybody could just leave at any time because there was a better job opportunity. There's, I mean, it's it's not quite that simple. There has to be a vacancy, and those judges, I mean... There aren't always that many vacancies.
3: Well, um, no, if they're going to be retiring, and yeah. there was a time where there was a lot of, lot of vacancies, new positions. Cool. So, <laughs> like any other job, yeah. I mean, when a position comes open, I mean, I know I've been asked to apply for that job oh over there, but I believe this is the right place. Several times I've been asked to apply for over there and put my name in the hat, but I have to tell you, this is where I belong. Yeah, I'm a public servant. This is where I belong, and this is. But I'm not going to say that if you get somebody else that runs for election, they're going to be the same person as me. I'm different. I, I believe I need to be here. I believe this is, you know, before it turns into (laughs) a felony. I believe I do a good, (laughs) it's not a good job. I do want to present or prevent um, crimes that are escalating to felonies and stuff. And I'm not saying anybody else wouldn't. But it takes, it's a high volume. I mean. (laughs) Thank you for all the people that have actually come into my court and watched. And I know that all of—I think most of you guys have come in and you've watched this. You understand, it's not the same as district court. It just isn't.
0: That reads a lot like the uh, interviews in the Office Space. Yeah. <laughs> what do
1: you say you do here, Bob? <laughs> I I you people. physically take the, the customer specs <laughs> from them and well, well no, but.
0: Nobody else does that, but people skills. <laughs> Got people skills. I'm good with people.
1: Yeah, so she deals with, uh, you know, misdemeanors in the in the community. Sure, uh, tries to you know divert them to the correct channels, which whether that be uh, fines, community service, or diversion courts, you know, yeah. drug and alcohol courts, uh, before they become something more serious. Which has been kind of a challenge here in town, when you only have one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of. Figuring out where where that happens. And did Judge Nicely leave? Did that happen? I don't. I think a judge left. Let's see here. Maybe. I'm look that up. Before we go on,
0: honorable Mary Jane McCallan Nicely.
1: You're like, the treatment court
0: it seems still like there. I mean it's still active government office in Billings, Montana so okay I'm totally wrong probably must still be there which isn't a shock uh,
1: um, what what I, what might not be a shock to people is the people on Dorothy Lane, which I tried <laughs> to write off uh, it's impossible because they live there now. Mm-hmm. And that's their thing. They have a solution for municipal court judge. Oh, so, do they? I, I, I mean, this will probably be innovative. You're, you're asking yourself, this will probably be the most uh, forward-thinking, innovative thing that one could do okay. to try to attract talent to
0: to the uh, municipal court judge bench, if you will. Oh, I'm excited to hear these I, solutions. The Finally, f- somebody's going with solutions. Yeah. I think this the
2: is next kn- thing I wanted to ask about is oh, no. to speak to
1: what
0: what oh. Chris. Never mind. Check that. <laughs> we'll just roll straight into it.
1: Okay. But this is uh, Owen, I think, keeps going on for a little bit about this. And then after this one, you'll hear uh, Dorothy Lane people with their solution to what ails the okay. municipal court system
2: had mentioned which is it's not just per se about salary um I will tell you from my perspective given the number of people I've talked to in the community who are looking at running for this spot I'm not concerned about us having candidates I think we will have candidates Um, I think there are people who've been pro temming for you that will be candidates you've been training some of those people to become judges so I think I think we're I think we're not going to have a problem with candidates I may be wrong
3: and there's been ones that are pro tems that have been time in and say I wouldn't take that job for all
2: the money that you pay me I'm, I'm often my wrong practice. but I don't think we're going to have a problem with candidates but I want to speak to this issue of it being about things other than salary because I agree with that I think that when you talk about your passion for municipal court and believing that this is where you need to be and believing that you can make a difference I think that's true I think you're going to see that in people who want to run for office so the climate and the ability to make a difference I think really matters and my concern is that that's not where we're at right now um, when you and I talked and I thought we had a great conversation I had asked about y- y- how can we innovate? How can we do things differently? And I didn't hear receptivity from you on innovation or change. Um, I go to these criminal justice committee meetings and I see district court judges there and justice court judges there. And as I mentioned, okay. I know you send staff, but I don't see you there. Okay. Council is wrestling with public safety. I right. Judge. But 16, it's, it's one hour a month.
3: I'm not able to get away to go to those meetings. It's, Thank God we got a new judge because I'll be able to do some of that, and I do intend those.
2: But, but council's struggling with what we do on public safety, and you have a chance to be a voice in that. So how can we make municipal court a more innovative place, a, a partner in, in challenging the norms? I mean, we can't keep doing things the same way. Bouncy We're hearing house. week after week after week. <laughs> Citizens <laughs> are frustrated because exactly laws right. are not being upheld. People are getting notices <laughs> to appear, and they're not appearing. This isn't working, and we need your voice. So how do we get there? How do, we, how do we show the other candidates that city court is a place that public safety gets addressed?
1: Natural treatment
3: courts, oh, funding yeah. treatment courts. I yeah. think that's another thing that could be done with people with addictions and things like that. Absolutely. Um, you know, failures to appear. You guys talked a lot about failures to appear again. Um,
0: Natural Our phone. failures
3: to appear aren't as,
0: as significant,
3: I think, than some of the stuff that you might be hearing in different courts. I mean... I'm looking at doing um, a warrant court with Judge Fair. Hopefully that she, th- they're trying to get that implemented. I would absolutely be a part of that.
2: Um, so there's a couple things that we could do. Do you think that will make a difference in the candidates if they believe that municipal court is a court of innovation? And, I mean, we, were, we heard during our Stillwater conversation that there's no. a few million dollars in outstanding fines. I mean... Can we can we be a better court? Are you open to conversations about reform and how we do things
3: absolutely. better? Absolutely, and I absolutely have been in the past. That different people have questions. Absolutely, um, I don't know if we know each other very well. Obviously, we've had the conversation, but I think there's a lot more conversations we could have. So I hope
2: so.
4: Okay. <laughs> Please do not interrupt me. I have 3 minutes. Speaking of innovation. Okay. To the topic. I can I can say whatever I want to right here on the stage right now. So I'm going to give you all a story. Hold it, but whatever. Okay. I am not standing here for no reason. <laughs> I am standing right here in front of y'all because of this woman right here. of back to different. I am standing right here in front of y'all because of Judge Nisley. Okay? But I'm going to give you a story real quick. Okay. I was married to a woman we got separated. She wanted me out of my home. So she went to this judge asking for a temporary restraining order, okay? Without any proof, she said her life was threatened. So guess what? This judge believed her, he gave her that temporary restraining order, and then also red flagged me, took 18 of my guns okay. away from me, okay? <laughs> got it. For okay. a year. Now, guess what happened? 28 of those guns, were that where the guns went to in that residence, what?
1: Got stolen by Anthony William Felton. So let's just do some quick math here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that in math.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I can do this math.
1: <laughs> so Kolar is the judge. I want to say that's sitting right next to him. Yeah, he
0: called her Judge Nicely, right? Okay. I didn't know that. That's interesting. I was wondering where Judge Nicely. Came into this, but all right. <laughs> uh, so he had 18 guns <laughs> taken away because he was deemed uh,
1: maybe a threat, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there was 28 of them. 28 of his gone. 18
0: guns were stolen. Okay. Okay. I follow. That seems like kind of a, an issue, maybe. <laughs> Just uh, saying. But by by who? Who? Judge? No. The, who stole them? Uh, Anthony Michael Felton. Okay. Okay. Um, But also my understanding, and I could be wrong, if you need a restraining order, you can just get one. You don't have to prove anything. You can just get a restraining order um, immediately, and they just give you one Mm -hmm. because the burden of proof is kind of difficult in those situations, and sometimes those are fairly time sensitive. Sure. And I think that's what you do. Like you just say, "I that person's threatening me, get, put a restraining order on. They're like, okay, that person can like sue and say that, you know, defamation or I wasn't threatening them or whatever. And that's a different matter. But I think as far as I understand, you just get a restraining order if you need one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So. so anyway, he
1: was deemed, got a restraining order. Uh, he may have. Ten guns that he's not supposed to have. I don't know. <laughs> Doing some quick arithmetic. Who knows? 20, They're all gone now. Apparently. Guns. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, can do now.
4: She knows that name. Shut up. So does Judge Nisley. Okay. This is the reason why I'm here. This is. I'll tell you right now how how you, how you correct this problem. Got it. You cut her salary in half. No, oh, that'll. You know help. why? Because she's not here as a public servant. If you cut her salary in half, she'll say, I ain't working for this. But then you'll get somebody that is a public servant that wants to be a judge because they want to see a change. And it don't matter how much money they make. They'll come in and they'll be the judge that they're supposed to be. And they'll hold criminals accountable. That's exactly how you get rid of our crime problem. Okay, woman's sitting right there. Cut her salary in half, and I guarantee you, you'll have somebody that wants to make a change. Okay? So that's the reason why I'm standing right here telling you this story, is because of that woman right there. No proof this woman had. She just came up to this courtroom right here. She sat right up there, and she said, I feel threatened. He's a hunter, and he told me that he could kill me and make it look like an accident. Okay, just keep digging. With no proof. This woman believed her. And then guess what? What? Anthony William Felton stole 18 of my guns because she took them away from me.
1: Wait a second, what? The, the... Did I
4: prove to be a red flag? Red. No, I didn't, but guess uh, what? I mean, I'm standing here right in front of y'all right now because of this woman right here. It's
1: not necessarily oh. really a green flag. I'm
4: going to hold people accountable, unlike this one. Thank you. And a year later, it wasn't ever taken
0: off your record. Okay, it's... that's not how that works. Linda found out about that. Anyone else want to come forward? Public comment on item
1: number four. Is anyone on the internet? Everybody's on the
0: internet,
1: dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good point. <laughs> so Boyette yeah, was running that meeting. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Cole was doing something else, vacationy. I
0: think in Switzerland. Oh well, or something. That's nice. Yeah, I uh, I don't like how Mister Dunn just. Calls everybody by their first names. I yeah, feel like that's just disrespectful and kind of on purpose. It's a little bit rude. Um, yeah. But his his
1: solution, like I said, was to, uh, or like he said, was to cut the municipal court judiciary salary in half. Mm-hmm. So, if you were making a hundred some thousand dollars a year, you should be make or one hundred and twenty four. Basically, you should just be making sixty two a year, like people who went to law school tend to do. Yeah. Yep. You should just be making what a well. I think union electricians are making a shit ton more than that. So yeah, that makes sense, right? I think that, that should draw some hot talent to Billings. Oh, let me see what the what the
0: uh, okay, um, but we had to bring back the Duns because
1: um, well, we didn't have to, but <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah, I mean, but I know what you mean. They've been kind of a staple at the the show for the past. Four or five months, so I yeah, and there's a possibility that they won't be going forward. Yes, I guess we'll just wait and see that one. Huh? Rumor has it something's about to happen, so mm-hmm. let's we'll leave that there. Um, I'm just looking through the the city job openings here. Oh, salary wise, yeah. Um, Again, if you wanted to run for council,
1: you got to file the uh, seventy-two dollar filing fee, mm-hmm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. but four year terms. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you yourself, um, I think it's still $7,200 for those, a year for service on the billing city council. I think that actually goes up maybe in the next election cycle, which would, I believe be next year. Yeah, They're waiting so. for the people who voted for the pay increase get off council Yeah, so that the new people can get the, uh, the new salary, which oh, I don't know off the top of my head. But the mayor will finally be up, uh, I think, above Laurel's mayor, mm. which
0: would be nice. What's he get? 10000 a year?
1: Uh, let's see. The city mayor gets uh, $9,600 a year. Uh, and if you want to go be the mayor in Laurel, which has a few more responsibilities, I'm guessing, okay. uh, you can get $27,846 800, a year. What a Nice, high-paying I care. mean, the Laurel City court judge makes $43,000, $105. Really? Yeah. That's all? According to this, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. All right. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so, yeah. There we go with the uh, Billings Municipal Court Judge salary. That was on the January 3rd one. Finally got through that one. Well, if we go to January 9th, 2023, which uh, is kind of a quick meeting, which is... I think it was an hour twenty minute twenty eight minutes, which is kind of a rarity for regular booty city business yeah no kidding <laughs> city it's business mill uh, meeting um it's a gift. What did I see on here? They approved the community transportation safety plan um as amended nine to two parentton and Rupes is opposed odd what else place the boiler at the airport. That's nice. Don't have the uh, number on that, but I'm going to guess it's around six hundred thousand. That's my my guess. That's a hell of a boiler. Yeah. Uh,
0: Oh well. uh. Airport police officer gets twenty six twenty two an hour.
1: Twenty six twenty two. It's very specific.
0: Project manager gets sixty three to eighty five annually. The fire department from Exxon Mobil for general support. That's a donation.
1: I don't know what that is. Um, Volleyball stuff. uh, Zone change. Oh, there you go. Uh, Zimmerman home place uh, subdivision. uh, Substitute motion to allow withdrawal of application, Mm. Uh, which if you've listened to past episodes, I think it was the last one, um, uh, Pam voted for and then recused herself and then (laughs) voted for this one again. (laughs)
5: So if, you're, reason, if you're keeping track
1: yeah. at home, I mean, lawsuits are ahead three to nothing. Yeah. So no kidding. But there won't be a lawsuit. I mean, it's just a simple accounting error on her part, um, and maybe that person isn't family anymore. I don't yeah. know. It's a possibility. It's all pretty arbitrary. Uh, January seventeenth was a work session. Um, that one had uh, the rec center on it. The I think it's one hundred and twelve hundred to. $17 million Billings uh, Recreational Center on the south side there that filled filled the uh, chamber yep. uh, with proponents, um, people wanting to move forward, uh, swim clubs, hockey clubs, basketball people all coming to the table saying, how can we help, what do you want us to do, what are our marching orders? Um, and hopefully that thing kind of gets going forward and they need to figure out, how much they need to go out to bond for, to ask for money from the people of Billings. But in my opinion, it just needs to go forward. would be a worthwhile asset to draw people to Billings. Yeah. Um, give people a reason to fly into town. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and maybe live here. Yeah. <laughs> maybe live here. Stay here. Yep. Uh, but Pam's still on her sort of kick of, um, we've seen a lot of proponents for this, but we haven't seen a lot of opponents. I would like to hear more from them. They didn't show up or say anything. (laughs) I don't know. They had plenty of opportunity, just as the proponents did, to come down and say why they approve and why they think it's great. Maybe there
0: aren't very many
1: opponents. They're just in the emails and in the ears of the policymakers, mostly. Mm -hmm. That's how they wield their influence, is my summation, basically. That
0: could be completely anecdotal,
1: (laughs) but it could be completely true.
0: I don't know. Life's weird. Pam has a Habit of not saying who she talked to, who was against this, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You name it. She always <laughs> just leaves that part out, who this, it was. to say X, Y, Z, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, January
1: 23rd, a regular uh, city uh, meeting. Yeah. Uh, they approved the January 9th meetings. So I'm okay. if you're waiting with baited spreads on that, they approved those minutes. Good. That was an action, action motion. Um, Finally. Let's see. A lot of cop stuff on this one. Uh, City County Special Investigation Unit Agreement with Yellowstone County. Uh, The purchase of an explosive ordnance disposal, an EOD. Mm -hmm. Armored transport vehicle for the police department, uh, which was made possible by a Homeland Security grant. Yeah, Um, federal bucks. You know, you and me. I saw. saw. $361,000 in...
0: Basically, three
1: sixty one and some change.
0: I saw Danny's, just Danny Chiriki's discussion about that, and <clears throat> while I kind of agree with his sentiment that militarizing police isn't necessarily the best thing, sure. I don't think he really understands what this thing does. Yeah, it's not to blow th- like blow things up. It's to put things in that blow up. Yeah, <laughs> it's not.
1: Yeah, it's not a tank with a you know like a snowplow on the front of it. It's not Mad Max. This is no. It's a a, a safe making thing. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not another bear. No, it's not. Um, okay, the, anyway. the bear being a uh, basically a I don't know what to call it. It's God, a, an armored a, semi. It, yeah, it really it's, is. It's like armed, a Mad yeah. Maxy. Yeah. Um, what else is on there? <laughs> it's a war rig. It's so definitely a war rig. <laughs> uh, the police department canine program from Shields, they gave 10, 10 Gs to the city for canine, re, canine training, basically. Sure. So, all the canine dogs who have been trained to sniff out marijuana kind of have a. Uh, had to be retired. Had to be retired a little bit. So, yep. they gave that. They also gave uh, 30, I think, rifle or, um, proof vests. I don't know how what you call them. Yeah, plate carriers. Plate I carriers, them. yeah. So, they gave 30 of those to the. <sighs> The police department as well in a big uh hubbub, but shield's throwing some money at cops
0: i did I did see on their facebook on the billings police facebook that one of their uh retired canines passed away that was the saddest goddamn thing yeah <laughs> i i was not able to read a post about a dog dying on that day i <laughs> Got about a third of the way through it and got mad at myself for even looking at it. Yeah. Mm.
1: <laughs> what else? Final plot of that. Let's see. Uh, establishing legisla- legislative priorities for the 2023 legislature, which is also uh, in session if you've been living in under, under a rock. Yeah. It's going on in Helena. Uh, special review 995, which I don't know if I'll bleep this one. I might I might bleep it, but it's uh, another <laughs> debacle. <laughs> okay. Happening out there on uh, Blue Creek now. Went through, I think it's got seven, yeah, I think it was seven variances, basically. They brought it to council. The neighbors are like, this sucks. There's only one road on to, uh, turns into a highway, basically, right before the dump. Mm-hmm. Is that South Billings Boulevard? No, it's not. It's, uh, what is that street? Is that Jellison? Jellison is on the way to the dump. But there's a big... Uh, State Highway it t- basically turns into where the,
0: the Blue Basket is there. Yeah. Uh, just right. south of Riverfront Park. Goes from South Billings Boulevard to, let's see here. It's like U.S. Highway 3 or something. That's still called, uh, oh, yep, it's Blue Creek Road. State Secondary Highway 416 slash Blue Creek Road.
1: Yep. So there's a, a whole bunch of people in a subdivision up above this. Um I don't know if you can call it a subdivision. It doesn't have any sidewalks, no curbs, no real,
0: I guess, connection
1: Yeah. to the city itself, even though it is in the city, I believe.
0: I think it's annexed, yeah. They've yeah. got city water. Uh,
1: but they were opposed to this type of development for a myriad of reasons, and they had pretty overwhelming support. But uh, this got shot. not, I believe it got shot down the first time it came back. They came back to council with this amended thing. The same people that own that storage place out there—I had their name written down. I don't have it anymore. Um, own this parcel of land, and mm-hmm. they're just trying to jam a car <laughs> onto a piece of acre land. Okay. And it got approved. Okay. So there will now be another
0: car. <laughs> My <laughs> God! Luckily, in the city of Billings. I'm gonna change it from Magic City to Car <laughs> City. I yeah, think.
1: there are so many of them now. There's a
0: lot of car. <laughs> what is <laughs> with
1: the? <laughs> is this some sort of weird tax incentive, or are they just money makers? They must just be money Proof makers, man. It. It's like storage sheds, basically. Mm-hmm. People just gotta store their shit. People want to wash their cars.
0: Yeah. All so right. yeah,
1: uh, that was approved eight to three. Gulick, Tidswell, and Pierrington opposed.
0: Mm. Kind of weird bedfellows. Yeah, on that one. Um, on that one, I imagine they were different reasons. Boy, Pierrington sure is against private business sure is it would seem in yeah. her voting record didn't she say she was for business I thought she was for business yeah she's kind of a heavy hand of government against private business which is strange coming from the party that she's a member of interesting well seems kind of counterintuitive yeah uh,
1: also on this uh, meeting of the 23rd was uh, the missing Sidewalks program um, I think they pulled off specifically 21st Street West one. I think they pulled off and did not approve, but they approved a lot of the other ones. There's one on Virginia Lane, which some of the rich residents kind of did not like. Yeah. Um, kind of a, a death trap intersection. Um, so, and the cost of the concrete and labor, as you know, are not exactly low anymore. Yeah, it's up, um, up a little bit right
0: now. So...
1: They came and voiced their disapproval. Some guy had a duplex on on that street and he said, well, now I got to take all that and I got to pass all that cost on to the, you know, the rentee, Mm -hmm. which I get and I don't get at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, your house, it's your property, you're responsible for this. Yeah. That person that is renting, I could see, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm mixed on that one. I kind of I don't think they should burden the entire cost as a renter. No. Um, but that's not how America works. Not how wealthy people work. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. I do. As Metallica would say,
0: it's sad but true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they sure would say that, wouldn't mm-hmm. they? Uh, let's see. And last on that one was, uh, let's see, local government, governing authority appointments. Uh, staff recommends council nominate to approve two council members of the local government governing authority. Um, so that's basically, uh, it goes back to basically COVID times and the public health uh, stuff that was going on, who who has what power to do what within the city. Mm-hmm. So this was a plan to um, make this more complicated and uh, convoluted and more packed with bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. So when this does happen again, or if it ever does happen again, um, yeah, it'll be even more confusing.
0: More bigger government.
1: Yeah. Makes sense to me. It sure does. Uh, Let's see. And there was a council initiative. Cheriki had a council initiative to, uh, he moved to allocate $10,000 from a fund to be recommended by staff and later approved by city council to create a traffic safety oversight committee uh, to include staff members and community members. Uh, tasks for this fiscal year may include organize basic structure, do a public health education campaign on impaired driving, do a public education campaign on understanding the relationship of impact on one's body and the amount and dose size of cannabis consumed, uh, present a budget and... Budget and plan for growing the city's efforts in the, this area for fiscal year 2024 okay. uh, approved nine to two Nissan Puritan opposed sure um, and they adjourned at 10:30 p.m. at night <sighs> when all good decisions are made mm-hmm. uh, so yeah there you go ten thousand two you know I don't know okay. it was originally it come from the public safety mill levy fund. It's what kind it is, of a DUI
0: task force, but for weed, essentially. Right? Yep.
1: You know. Try to get the word out.
0: All right. Um, mm, whatever. Ten grand is not much when you're talking about a $13 million uh, overage on a new city hall. Indeed. Uh, also, according to the internet that I've been kind of perusing a little bit, the, yeah. there's a lot of jobs available in the city. Um, most of which pay more than Mister Dunn's uh, suggestion for a, for a judge would, but um, there's a lot of openings right now. Imagine that. Yes, yes,
1: indeed. Um, plenty of job opportunities in the city, which mm-hmm. is a great job. I mean, if you're looking for a good job, great yeah. benefits, good health benefits, decent pay. You get. I mean, usually in a union. Mm-hmm. Pay structure
0: you get to go up in steps, so yeah, kind of you're regular thinking. cost of living increases mm-hmm. and whatever sort of start at the bottom, but, but where, don't here? where don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me a job where you don't. Uh, you're the son of a hedge fund manager, that does help, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> living on a trust fund, uh, so we got
1: uh council members out and about, i mean. That some will get on radio shows. The mayor does a you know weekly thing. <laughs> heavy you <be silenced> out? <laughs> <laughs> the mayor will do, like, you know, what's going on in the city. They'll call. I think it's on Wednesdays they call in. And Mighty 790. Mighty 790.
0: 7.30 a.m. on Wednesdays. Uh, also,
1: city staff goes out. Uh, there's there's a whole video series now on YouTube if you want to watch those on public safety, fire department, police department. Yeah. Uh, Victoria, those are interesting. Victoria Hill. Put out a series of videos, explaining what the city does. If you're ever curious, go to uh
0: YouTube and look those up. It's in the community seven channel. Yep. I Aiken. would like to say that I think Victoria Hill is a good choice for public information officers yes. too, because she's she's Seems good to find at, her footing. Yeah. Um her background in T V news media. gives her uh, she's very effective at Doing mass communicating. These, yeah. <laughs> these, uh, these, I don't know, these videos, this these series. Yeah, she's good. She's approachable. She's pretty knowledgeable.
1: Yes. So, so there's that. Um, like I said, city staff goes out and does certain radio stations. Uh, but one uh, particular council member uh, went to some training. Mm-hmm. Um, and she went to uh, professional dog whistler, um, Aaron Flint, <laughs> and went on his radio show. And decided to um, denigrate something, something like that. Um, so this, um, just be aware Mm-mm. what you're about to listen to.
0: <laughs> Maybe a lot. Yeah,
1: I'm not gonna if if you if you hear something, I would just fast forward this. Oh, I don't know about. Let's go a twelve minutes.
6: <laughs> you think
0: we can do this for twelve minutes? All we'll right, see I'm how in. far we can go. I'm in. You in? Yep.
6: <laughs> into okay. our communities. And and the message that I've heard, and you've probably heard from from so many folks, is hey, we've seen a pile of people move into Montana and they're not coming to montana because oh i hear billings is going to push these woke dei policies people are fleeing portland and seattle and elsewhere because they are fleeing this woke agenda so to me why would we try to bring the very woke agenda mm. to billings montana Facts. that's killing portland and seattle yeah uh,
5: maybe it's reverse psychology did you ever think that <laughs> so instead of getting more dei folks we're getting the the more conservative Folks coming to to Billings, and we've that's, seen that, that's yeah. a, and that may be the root for psychology. The whole thing. What do that's you think? That's not how that word you know, works. <laughs> we got a lady that, nope. that
6: uh, great, uh, a new uh, new lady that works or works down the hall uh, from us here, and her and her husband. They were like, we had to get out of Portland. I mean, they're, they're, the, what they were pushing on our kids in the schools, we had to get out of there. So here's two, you know, young parents that are filling jobs in Billings, Montana, because they wanted to escape the woke DEI nonsense.
5: Right. And, and the thing that uh, – they have a thing that it's it's a belonging uh, mm-hmm. conversation that they have that says whenever you move into one of these corporations or something, they want to have, you know, with this policy is that you will embrace that new person. You will help them find, you know, the schools, the, you know, I don't know, maybe the best brewery, whatever it is. But you embrace them. You become their friend. To me, it's that that's like schoolyard stuff where you, you said, oh – Mary is new, so would all the girls help her find her way? Which is uh, what we kind of do in Montana, anyway. We right? yeah. do, and you know that, that makes another point too is that mm. you know, I I just talked with someone who um, just moved to Billings, mm. and they were saying how Anonymous. welcoming. Billings is. I think that you find it in the schools, whether you go to public or private schools. I think you find it in the community, in the stores. Yeah. And I think we still have a small town feel here. I understand, and we get into, with DEI, they, I think they get into a lot of the systemic um, yep. Dry. issues that have happened from the founding of our country. Oh, boy. And, you know, you look at not only... <laughs> Uh, slave trade, but go back all the way to the founding I mean you had Catholics you had Protestants that were persecuted yeah. someone is always being persecuted Now as an individual how do you how do you move through that okay. and you know I suppose even in my earlier years, my dad you know he was probably the only Indian boy going to you know boys town at that time and even going into the military, so how did he That's move through that? He moved through it. He did. And, and he just, you know, he, he was a strong man. Are some people it. not strong because we have allowed them to have these safe places.
6: Well, everybody wants to be a victim. Everybody wants to be offended. And everybody (laughs) wants to be special. And and the only way they can be special is if they add those pronouns on their LinkedIn profile. And and the only way they can be special is if, well, I'm this or I'm that. And it's like, this is Montana. We treat everybody the same. And and, and that's what, what I don't like about all of this stuff is they are deliberately trying to divide people, not just along racial lines, Along now the Economic. 85 different lines uh, of gender That they're yep. trying to create <laughs> They're trying to yeah. divide us along so many lines And that's really what this type of stuff is about and, and look, I get it There's probably a lot of people that are making a lot of money Off of this whole scam they oh, do. I'm they the do. DEI oh, yeah. coordinator How many DEI coordinators are there In Billings, Montana That are getting a paycheck 000. pushing yeah. this stuff And then they get paid 000. to do these training sessions It's a scam And then they probably get to go to Cocoa Beach, Florida for the special DEI coordinator training session, before you do the training session, Obviously. it's a whole scam. It's a waste Think I'm of going money. To Tampa, buddy? It's being yeah. used to divide our communities and to Go try Buccaneers. to recruit a bunch of wokesters from Portland that are killing Portland in the first place.
5: Yep. You Why know, there's not? a uh, <laughs> uh, there's a bill, uh-huh. and I I brought on my my list of bills, and I can't I haven't looked at it this morning. Seattle is but There is horribly, a bill, by the way, uh, before the legislature that takes out all DEI funded, uh, aspects within any school, any state funded organization. Well, within my class, there was a gal that was the DEI coordinator for MSUB mm. and she was very knowledgeable that sure. I mean, yes. she's, she, she I knows this she stuff was. and you referred to the Latinx. So she brought that up and she made a comment that the academia, is constantly having to revise policies. I mean they they basically look for policies that fit into this DEI mindset. And she made the comment about that latino and latina has it's a gender thing in the hispanic language. And you're going, "Oh, they don't like that, and I think it's showing. I mean, you you had a so comment this, earlier. Was this in your DEI training
6: yeah. session where she talked about how saying Latino and Latina is not good because it implies gender?
5: Correct. And so you wow. say Latinx, and, and they're going. And after that, I've kind of listened to it. I have some Latino friends, and they're going, "No, we did no, <laughs> you do not Latino do that." Stuck. You know, and you're just so it's always that verbiage. They had an exercise where they had different. Uh, uh, what do you call them, uh, titles, names of people. One of them was BIPOC. I'd never heard that. Before. Oh, yeah, yeah, what BIPOC. Is a BIPOC? Yeah, yeah, I'd never heard it. Sure going, you, haven't. you know, I'm the oldest person in the room. I'm sorry. I don't know these things. And so we started talking about it. And people that want to be labeled, they label themselves. And I said, well, isn't that counterproductive? Because we don't know what they want to be labeled as. So they're going to have to tell us. What if you're standing in a grocery line and yeah. someone says, "Oh no, really, I am this"? Yeah, have to be and able you're, to I, groceries, mean, I guess. they said, "Well, it's a matter of <laughs> educating." I'm going, "Who are you going to educate in a grocery line?" So no,
6: they want the special label so they can feel special, so they Mm. can feel like a celebrity so so that they because because instead of instead of doing something to become special, they just label themselves as something special. So you're not now somebody special because you started an incredible program to help the homeless people in 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 Montana or I started a successful business or I served my country or I accomplished an incredible feat. No, you're special because you gave yourself a special label, and, and that's what we're rewarding in society right now.
5: You use the term feeling. Everyone has feelings. And you know the difference between feeling and believing and actually doing, as you said. What? And so mm-hmm. anytime anyone says something, well, I feel like this or I feel like that, I'm just kind of going, okay, wait a minute. What's truth? You have to go back to the basis of truth yeah and I yeah, I find so many times, you know we are um, it, it, we are so put into boxes outside of what they want to be called, what they want us to call them. And so there's the division, there's the separation, and and it just places them into victimhood. They don't want to be called a victim. Because they want to elevate themselves. Well, elevate yourself by working hard, being part of the community, not separate from the community.
6: I'll, I'll never forget one, one of my friends here in Billings.
0: It- I, that's all I can take. Yeah. I'm out. He is – all he is is a a bear poker anyway. Yeah. I, and, and he's – he his entire show should be called Lies of Omission. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't actually explore anything. He just hits well, as you say, professional dog whistler. Yes. But you know, that you can go on to what is that called? Montana Talks. Is that what the show was? Yes. Don't Uh, go there. Yeah. It sucks. If you want to listen to the whole thing, there is so much absolutely provably false information spouted through that whole thing mm-hmm. and you know there's a lot of just wrong opinions that were just stated mm-hmm. but it's just oversimplification and um basically denying people dignity yep through the whole damn show and i could only i listened to it and i got about three quarters through i listened to it in about three 15 minute intervals because I'd get too worked up. I was walking around Costco trying to listen to this and just swearing and people were wondering what the fuck I was talking about. But it's just so... It's so mean to people. Yeah. Reductive. Yeah, and that whole that there's only two genders thing, it's just so provably false because there's literally a hundred different expressions of... Chromosomal expressions um, that people end up with. And it's scientifically proven that you can be born male or female and a lot of different things in between. Sure. And it affects 10% of people. Like, 1 in 10 people have a different gene expression when it comes to gender. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 1 in 100 are, like, 1% of people are just... (laughs) really unlucky when it comes to that, as in, you know, no discernible gender when they're born, that kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And to just pretend that that's not real yeah, drives me crazy. It seems like she's been in that sort of mindset that was, I don't know if I said it, it's Pam Perrington from Ward 4, but
1: if you didn't pick it up from the beginning, if it was long enough, you, you hear that voice and you know. But uh, just her detailing her dad's story, which um, seemed to kind of gloss over. Like he was just a sort of a strong man. He just, yeah. you know, he just got through it. Yeah. He put up with all the shit that basically I'm saying right now, mm-hmm. and he became a successful person. And apparently, he
0: deserved like, all that shit because of how he just was had marked. to
1: plow through. I'm sure a horrible amount of racism and obstacles put in his way. Yeah. It just seems weird that you wouldn't make that connection. Basically, what she's doing right now is basically what happened probably to her father when he was growing up. Yeah. I'm just
0: making assumptions. Yeah. But and so probably kind of what happened. In her mind, he deserved it, and that was good, and that should continue. Everybody mm-hmm. should have to go through that. Yes. Everybody should have to be extraordinarily strong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, people should try to be strong, but they shouldn't <laughs> be just marginalized. <laughs> yeah. Like she wants them to be. Yeah. Make so you want to feel special. Mm-hmm.
1: Special, I mean, I want to be a celebrity. I mean, maybe there's, I, yeah, it was a lot to take in. It was, uh, stumbled across that one, mm-hmm. and it's, um, it's kind of above our pay grades. So, I don't know, I've got to request into a couple people to see if they want to come in and. You know, talk about it Anonymously (laughs) Not anonymously, but um, You can, though, if you want Yeah, I mean It Obviously, it's like It can't keep going the way it is That's not helping anyone Um and you can't have the knee-jerk reaction to say, well, if you do it this way, if you do it specifically this way, you're a success and we will deem you a success. If you do it this way, you're not a success. Mm-hmm. You're doing it the wrong way because you're doing it some way different than I'm doing it. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, an, it's just another form of gatekeeping that they, that they kind of do. And I mean... There are certain people that are successful that that do it that way. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that are successful that do it a different way. Sure. It's productive to say that if you do it this specific way, you'll be successful and go out and achieve all that you'd ever wanted in life. There's multiple ways to do a myriad of different things and be happy and successful. Yeah. What you deem successful may not be successful to someone else. That's true. You shit what you think. And why are you expending so much energy um, telling people how to live and how Finding to be success- ha-
0: successful. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's it's just bizarre. It's people that are so fond of the founding fathers and how a genius they were um, have no interest in the history of what it actually entailed. No, at all. And it's say just they'd, they take hyper focused on one specific thing, and that's just that. Yeah, you can't bring in. Revisionist history
0: stuff—you can't do anything like that. Take it very personally if someone says that the founding fathers may have done something wrong. Mm -hmm. Just don't you dare kneel at a football game. No, absolutely. You stand up. That's right. I I mean, they've been doing it for 20 years over in
1: in England. Before Mm -hmm. each match, Mm they just take a knee. Say, "Stop being fucking assholes
0: with respect."
1: (laughs) (sighs) It's it's a lot to take in, but I'm hoping to get somebody on the show that can educate. Two cis white guys a little bit better, if you know what I mean, and yeah. kind of be a uh, a different ship to that, I don't know, crappy mode of thinking.
0: We have had a, a elected city official email us and say that they enjoy our show, and they think that maybe we should have a female voice on the show, too. And I couldn't <laughs> possibly agree more, but I, I don't know of any... Women who are willing to <laughs> make an ass out of themselves like yeah. we do, with, given the, uh, the corrective emails that I receive sometimes, <laughs> like, hey, hey, Stout, you're being an idiot when you said this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but uh, you're right, I was. Turns out I didn't know shit about what I was talking about, and thanks for telling me. Yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating. Never know until somebody tells you. Yeah, thanks and for telling me.
1: having the humility to know that most of the time you're an idiot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, that's fine. You're able to accept it and move on and yeah. try not to make, you know,
0: Montana talks. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, and I don't fucking want to, you know, when I say a stupid opinion like that, I don't want to fucking drop myself to the level of Montana talks. Yeah, saying the word wokesters in a, yeah. in a sentence. So keep correcting me you know who you are and if you haven't yet fucking step in let me know what i'm doing wrong i appreciate it and the search continues for the third a female co-host yeah please so if you are proficient
1: at burping and farting um (laughs) throwing beer cans cans
0: (laughs) or seltzer cans or pound an iron brew at you know 10 in the morning which is about the only time you should because if you have it afternoon you're not going to sleep that (laughs) night caffeine really doesn't affect me that way i guess i'm just so used to it doesn't it i take a pretty stiff coffee in the morning good for you yeah good for you it just makes me scared of everything